morning, everybody. Welcome to church this morning. Great to have you with us today as we, for the first time, all gather together online for church. So all of our regular church family, so glad to have you with us. And uh, for everybody who's new, welcome and welcome to uh, this online service today where it's really, for the first time, we're not gathering uh in our four services in this unusual time that's happening, not just in Australia, but around the world. And right now, uh, I'm just thrilled to have you with us today, everybody. Um, I'm coming to you from my home today where I am in quarantine and uh, had to do that. Came from Zambia where there's no reported cases uh, right now of the coronavirus with Jordan, where we had an amazing time in our church there in Zambia, best time ever. And I really just want to congratulate Pastor Liam and Lisa and all the team there in Zambia, where we've just been for the last two weekends. Church is thriving and uh, it's amazing what's happening. You can actually check out uh, my Instagram, my Facebook and also Jordan's as well to see uh, some of the things that uh, were happening there. We had amazing services. It was just incredible. And uh, also to uh, Graham Barlow, our business manager and Pastor Spencer are also in quarantine. They were up in our church in Germany for two weekends and uh, we didn't quite get to the second weekend there that uh, had to stop and also had to go online. So once again, uh, Pastor Matthias and Nicole up in Germany doing an amazing job and uh, our church there thriving as well. So we're so thrilled to see what's happening in Zambia and in our church in Germany. But uh, we're in quarantine, I think we're on day three now. And uh, with that, uh, it's giving us a good opportunity to spend time with the Lord, seek the Lord, and in the midst of all that, also do lots of meetings right now with all of our teams to make sure that church is still happening and uh, things are still uh, coming out and uh, you're getting uh, to hear from us, you're getting to hear encouragements and also that we might speak to you in this season and, you know, encourage you that God's got it and God's got you and God's got us and uh, just that we might work through this season together here in Australia and uh, come through, I believe, in actual fact, that we're going to come through stronger than ever. I'm praying for that, believing for that, more unified, and I'm believing that we're going to see a great harvest of souls. Many people right now in this season, I think more than ever, realize that life is fragile. We're not in control. We need God. And uh, I'm praying for a whole lot of people who are going to open their hearts to him and uh, come to know him in the weeks and the months ahead in Jesus' name. But I really welcome you today and I wanted to uh, today talk to you on what I just had on my heart for us right now in this season uh, because it's an unusual season, it's a stressful season, it's a challenging season and uh, just how to navigate it uh, as kingdom people and uh, I want to encourage you if you're a new believer, really take uh, this on board and everybody else who's been a believer for many years, it's a reminder of some of the things that are important right now in seasons such as this. So can we just pray together, everybody, as I start today? Why don't you just, uh, if you're with your family, let's just pray together. If you're with friends, pray together. And uh, let's really commit our word today to the Lord. So Father, thank you, Lord, for everybody who's joining with me today at church. I just pray, Father, that you'd Lord, touch all of us. Father, we need you right now. We need your presence. We need your power. Thank you for the power of your word, Lord, right now to speak truth to us and life, encouragement, strength, Father. 
I pray, Lord, you speak to every heart and, Father, lift everybody up. And I just pray, Father, right now, whatever the situations we're in, Lord, Father, whether they're great, whether they're good, or, Father, if they're challenging right now, I pray, Father, you'd strengthen us and you give us wisdom today from your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to encourage everybody with uh, some uh, points from the scriptures, particularly from Jesus and his life and his ministry uh, in, in what I would call like times that we're having now that are challenging. And I want to firstly just encourage you right now, wherever you're at, to take time out to stop and to breathe. Breathe and breathe in the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you're feeling challenged in this uh, moment, this season, make sure you're getting some quiet time. Make sure you're getting some alone time. And ask God to fill you afresh. Ask the Holy Spirit to come, to fill you, to strengthen you. Uh, the Bible tells us that in the book of John that he is our comforter. He is our helper. He's our strength and he's our standby. And so I want to encourage you to take time to stop, breathe in the Holy Ghost, say, Lord, fill me afresh, fill me for my day. And I really want to encourage you that God is going to strengthen you and comfort you and help you uh, in your day right now. You know, in seasons like this, and Jesus had many of them where there were you know, just difficult moments that came, stressful times that came with people. I really want to encourage you right now that uh, as Jesus went through them, you can go through them and come out the other end of it in victory. But realize this, that the devil tries to seduce us with stress. He wants to seduce us with stress to get distracted and to look aside from the Lord and to look aside from his word. Can I encourage you? Do not let stress seduce you to look away at this time from the Lord or from his word, because it's in his word that we find encouragement and that we find comfort. As I said, Jesus had many stressful situations, but you never see him yelling. Uh, the scripture doesn't say, and Jesus yelled at the people because he was angry. He didn't yell. He didn't swear. There's um, there's a. Uh, uh, fresh news for us in our culture today. Jesus was not swearing. He wasn't looking for words of abuse or, or uh, you know, words to call people. But instead, he was quietening himself and he was, he was drawing aside to the Father. I love it that Jesus wasn't losing his, losing his mind. The Bible doesn't say, and Jesus lost his mind. He never did. He never lost his peace. And I can want to encourage you today that you're not going to lose your mind either when you continue to look to him and continue to look to his word. You know, the word distress in the Greek really talks about having a compressed or constrained mental burden. And I think now, you know, with uh, some of the things we're seeing on the news, there is this sense of distress out there. And there, here's another thought, uh, turn off the news. A lot of it is not uh, God glorifying or positive. I think we need to kind of, you know, limit that uh, if we can, because it does bring that constrained mental burden. It does bring stress to our minds. So I really want to encourage you to think about that right now and, and be careful what you're filling up on, because what you fill up on is going to determine what's coming out of you. You know, somebody once said, garbage in, garbage out. Fear in, fear out. But with God's word, faith in, you're going to have faith coming out. 
If right now you are feeling stressed, if you are feeling challenged, uh, can I also remind you, live one day at a time. Live one day at a time. Uh, we, we can only live for the day. You can't worry about tomorrow. You can't worry about the next day. Uh, all of that will just weigh you down. But right now, I believe Jesus wants you to live one day at a time, trusting in him. And if need be, live one hour at a time. Sometimes in difficult situations, uh, you know, uh, stress can pile up and concerns can pile up. Uh, if that's your situation right now, can I encourage you, just live one hour at a time, rest in him, build upon his word, and seek the Lord for wisdom as to what to do in this hour. My next point is Jesus focused on the Father and his word to keep him on course. I love that. Psalm 119 verse 165 says this, Those who love your law have great peace and nothing causes them to stumble. How awesome is that scripture? Those who love your law, which is God's word, have great peace and nothing causes them to stumble. Everybody, God wants you to have great peace. So let's right now focus afresh on his word, and that's going to bring peace to us. In fact, the Bible also reminds us that he is the Prince of Peace. So when we get near him, when we get around him through the word of God, his peace is going to fill us, and also we're not going to stumble. John 16 verse 33 says this, These things I have spoken to you, Jesus says, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, take courage. I have overcome the world. How great is that? Jesus has overcome the world. So whatever challenges we are facing and our world is facing right now, I love it. Jesus says again, take courage because he has overcome the world and all the challenges that are in our world. So today, everybody, let's remember his words. And Jesus, in fact, used the word to blunt the temptations of the enemy. In Matthew chapter 4, where Jesus went through the great temptation, 40 days in the wilderness. I love it. Jesus used the word of God every time the enemy tempted him to sin or to fear or to put his trust in himself and not in the Father, Jesus used the word of God to blunt the temptations of the enemy. So right now, I think that's one of the other really powerful reasons that we should just be drawing so close to God's word. And in fact, speaking it out, not just uh, hearing it and reading it, which is awesome. And the Bible tells us faith comes by hearing the word of God. I believe there's great power, as Jesus showed us, in declaring the word of God to blunt right now the temptations that he might be trying to put your way to head into a lack of peace or distress or to have fear or to feel discouraged. Uh, let's blunt that temptation that's coming our way by speaking and declaring God's word. God's word is true. And we need to tell the enemy right now, Jesus has overcome the world. You know, the Bible helps us to refocus our minds and, uh, and helps us to build, on, build upon what is true, and that is God's unchanging word. So everybody, uh, I'm feeling inspired right now, once again, to refocus my mind 
and to just center it on God's word because his word is the unchanging truth of the universe. It's the unchanging truth of eternity, of all eternity. Everything else may change. Everything may fluctuate. But God's word is eternal and God's word is true. Remember, you're walking out a plan and don't stop. Remember, you are walking out a plan and don't stop. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Your steps are ordered by God. So uh, whatever's happening in the world or whatever's happening around us, the Bible reminds us that we're walking out a plan and God encourages us not to stop, but to keep going, keep believing, keep trusting. In John 9 verse 4, Jesus said this. He said, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is still day. And uh, I'm inspired by that because Jesus said we must work. Uh, Though he said he was sent by God and he had works to do, he reminds us that it wasn't just him alone, but it was also us. So everybody, be encouraged again. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is still day. I've got things to do. You've got things to do. Let's be active in God's kingdom in this season as well. Let's be practical. Let's be doing what we can do. Let's be creative. Let's come up with new uh, ways of doing things. Let's come up with new ways of helping. Let's give, come up with new ways of serving. Uh, I want to encourage all the business people. Let's come up with new ways of creating. And uh, let's come up with new ways of create, creating finance for the kingdom of God. Uh, we, we need to be active right now understanding that, you know, this is not our time to just sit down and just go, hey, I'm just going to sit here and just kick back and collapse, if you like. But no, I'm going to be active. And, you know, there's people in our community right now need us. There's people right now in our families who need us. And uh, I want to encourage you to think about that because there are ways that we can interact. There's ways that we can be helping and serving. There's ways we can be sharing the gospel right now with people, particularly in this season where people are frightened. They are Uh, aware of this situation that's occurring around us, where we can be bringing words of hope, words of peace, and uh, words of life. So we must work the works of him who sent me, Jesus said, while it is still day. You know, one of the other things is that Jesus had, he had multitudes who heard him speak. They heard his words. They heard the power of his words. And also they saw his miracles. They saw the incredible things that he did and was doing and the healings. They saw the amazing things that uh, uh, was being outworked through Jesus and his ministry and also outworked through the disciples. Yet not everybody put their trust in him. Not everybody said yes to Jesus. And uh, the scripture inspires me and Jesus so inspires me because he didn't go around mad when things weren't going his way. He didn't go around angry when people weren't doing what, you know, really they should have been doing, which was honoring him, serving him and putting their faith and trust in him. But Jesus wasn't mad with the crowds. He wasn't mad with people. In actual fact, the Bible tells us he was full of compassion for them in their lostness. You know, even in their rebellion towards him, Jesus was full of compassion And he said to them, come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Today, you can come to Jesus wherever you're at. If you're not a Christian, if you're not yet a Christian, if you or also if you were once walking with the Lord. But at this stage, that's not happening. Uh, Can I encourage you? God wants to welcome you home 
And in fact, he says to you, as he said uh, all those years ago, come to him if you're weary right now. If you're heavy laden, come to him. Bring him your burdens. Bring him your fears. Bring him your worries. And Jesus says, I will give you rest. Another great thing, everybody, is, and a reminder again, you know, Jesus is always about the one. You would see him talk about the lost coin, the lost sheep. He would always be about the one. He's interested in you. He loves you. He's got great compassion for you today. And uh, I want to just say again, let's all rest in him. Because the fact is, God's got you and God has got me. You know, when our plans are thwarted, when they're stopped, when they're slowed, or when our plans hit the wall, I want to encourage you. I'm declaring Matthew 26, 42, which says, your will be done. Everybody today, let's declare that. Jesus, your will be done. God, your will be done in my life. Knowing this, that no one will defeat God's master plan. No one, nothing, no situation, no virus will defeat God's master plan for our life and for his kingdom and for his church, Global Heart Church here. In fact, nothing will defeat his master plan. God's got you and God has got me. Romans 8.28 says, Everything, everything works together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. If we're called according to his purpose, and I pray that you are, if you're walking in him, no matter what happens in our life, it's going to work for good. It may not be the good that we would choose right now. We might say, well, I'd choose this kind of good. But ultimately, God is working it for your good. And I want to encourage you after 39 years of being a believer and following him, I know that to be true, that God is working it all for my good. So even in the difficult days of my life, and I've had a few, it's worked out in the end for my good. It's either built me internally or it's built me externally or it's built me in both. But God is working it for my good. You know, Jesus, as I said earlier on, he just lived in the midst of stress. If you look at the scripture, he's actually living in the midst of stress all the time. Crowds following him everywhere. Can you imagine having people follow you wherever you go, wanting to touch you, wanting you to speak to them? Everywhere he went, he was involved in stress. But Jesus would often leave the crowd and go out into the wilderness. And what does wilderness speak of? It speaks of isolation. He would go out into the wilderness, into isolation, to seek the Father, to pray and to hear from his Father, to hear his Father's voice. Right now, as I'm in government quarantine isolation, it's going to give me additional time to hear from God. I think, wow, what a blessing that I'm going to have extra time to hear from God. I'm going to have extra time to move, a, uh, move aside and to be with the Lord. You know, we're going to look at everything from a positive eye. Uh, can I encourage you? Do, you? do you see the glass half empty or do you see the glass half full? Church, we need to see it half full right now and to look for the good, find the good, find what might work for us to grow closer to the Lord and to spend more time in his word right now. And actually, let's make this season in every way work for our good. You know, uh, the last thought is, as I was just alluding to, make time to get alone with God and make time to seek him afresh and to hear from him. Jesus refused to be controlled by the stress. He also wasn't controlled by the massive crowds. He wasn't controlled by their problems. 
Instead, he sought alone time. Not alone time just to sit and dwell, you know, by himself, but alone time so that he could really hear from the Father, hear what the Father was saying, and be encouraged and strengthened by the Father in all the stressful ministry in reality that he had and all the crowds that he was facing. Everybody right now, your strength in this season, your strength going forward is going to come in your alone time. And uh, don't, don't resist alone time. Some people think, oh, I don't ever want to be alone. No, loneliness uh, can really work for us if we make it be a, you know, the pointer for us to move towards God, to draw nearer to him, to his word, to worship. So can I encourage everybody as I come to the end of this message that God is with you. God is for you. God has got you. And he's got lots of great things to say to you from his word. And he's got lots of, I believe, great things to say to you as you wait on him in worship and, and you know, in quietness. Just bring your prayers to God. Jesus says, be anxious for nothing, but, you know, in supplications and prayers, give it all to God. And then wait in quietness for God to speak to you, to give you some encouragement, to give you what to do next. And live one day at a time. And if you need be, live one hour at a time. But let God take you through. Because he's got great victory for you. He's got great victory for our church, Global Heart Church. And he has a great and bright future for all of us. I pray for you today. God's blessing on you. I pray God's hand on you. And uh, I just pray that he's going to be with you mightily in this season. In Jesus' name. Thanks so much, Pastor Jared. What a great message. And uh, what a great reminder for us as the people of God, uh, that as the people of God, even when we're in the midst of trouble, we can have peace in Jesus Christ. Even if we're facing some dark days or, or a dark moment, that we can always have hope in the Holy Spirit. Even if things around us are falling apart, we can be secure in Him. And you know what? You might be watching today and you might be thinking, how can I get that peace? How can I have that hope? How can I also be secure when things are falling apart? I want to encourage you. Jesus said that He is the way, the truth, and the life. That if you would turn from doing life your own way, that if you would turn from your sin, that if you would put your hope and your faith and your trust in Jesus, then you can also be one of God's people. You can also be one of God's children and enjoy the fullness of what it means to be called a child of God. You can experience His peace and His hope and His joy and His security if you turn from your own ways and put your faith in Jesus Christ. And so if that's you, wherever you're sitting, I just want to encourage you just to bow your head and close your eyes. I would love to have the privilege of just praying with you to receive Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And so right where you are, just pray after me. The key to this prayer is just to be authentic, mean business with God. And I believe that you will encounter the Holy Spirit right where you are, right here, right now in Jesus' name. Just pray after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross for my sin. Lord, I'm sorry for living life my own way. Lord, I'm sorry for doing what was right in my own eyes. I put my hope and my faith and my trust in your finished work on the cross. Help me to obey you and to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you just pray that prayer, 
I just want to encourage you, well done. What an amazing thing. Uh, but I also want to encourage you, please let us know. Uh, we'd love to connect you with some people that can help you to grow in your relationship with God. And so if you just follow the link in the comment section, one of our team will uh, connect with you and just let you know what to do next. I'd like us now, everybody, to come around our time of giving. So I uh, just want to encourage you uh, from God's Word today, from just an awesome, powerful couple of verses found in Luke chapter 16 and in verses 10 to 11 in the New King James Version. It says this, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? God's word right there, everybody, encouraging us that God is asking us to be faithful in uh, our giving because mammon actually means money. And the Bible is encouraging us there um, that if we're not faithful in our giving and faithful in our finances, uh, who's going to entrust to us the true riches, which is really speaking about the true riches of our calling and the true riches of our king of the kingdom. So can I encourage everybody right now in this season, uh, when we're being faithful, what it's actually being is being full of faith. And God has called us to be people of great faith. So can I encourage you now with your giving? Let's remain faithful or let's become faithful because in doing so God is going to entrust us I believe individually and corporately as a church with not just much now but a whole lot more in the future as we remain faithful or become faithful in regards to our giving. I want to thank everybody who gives online and has faithfully set that up. We so appreciate you because you are helping us to budget, you're helping us to plan, you're helping us to um, you know, look after our church on a day-to-day -day basis and to look after our staff. We've got a whole lot of staff who do a whole lot of work. And by the way, can I just thank all of our staff who are so busy right now in this season, working and helping and even getting our service here online, doing so much. Our office still has to run. Our staff still have to be paid. And all of that happens because of faithful people like yourselves who have uh, set up through the internet giving, through church app, to be faithful week in and week out. Everybody, we need you to be faithful and we need you to continue in that path because I believe all of that is setting us up and setting you up for a whole lot more in your life and setting us all up for a whole lot more in our church. Let's stay faithful together. And for those who are fresh to the things of God and are new Christians, why don't you become faithful and start to put God first in this area and you watch what amazing things God's got in store for you in the days to come. Can we pray together, everybody, as we give today? Let's just do that right now. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the eternal power and the eternal truth of your word. And I just pray, Father, as we give faithfully, or oh Lord, for the first time, I pray, Lord, help us to become faithful. And Lord, I, I just declare your word, Father, that as we do so, Father, and as we're faithful in what you've put in our hand now, faithful with the tithe, faithful with our offering, 
Lord, you're going to entrust to everybody, I pray and declare, a whole lot more in the days to come. And Father, I pray and declare it for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. God bless you, everybody, as you give in Jesus' name. God bless you, everybody. Have a good day and a wonderful week in Jesus' name. Amen.